Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the So I Heard podcast. If you guys are new to this, I'm KD. Hopefully you guys are having a good one. This one. It's going to be a little bit different. Halloween is coming up. And I don't know about you guys, but I do love the Halloween season. I love when fall comes around. But also, I love the fact that people can go out and dress up and just have a lot of fun. Another good thing that I love about Halloween is also going and doing these events that they have at these amusement parks. One of the best ones that we have here in California is Universal Studios Hollywood, and it's called Halloween Horror Nights. Very, very dope. I've been a few years before. Um, I wanted to go this year, but the dates that they have, you know, I, I can't really do it with my work schedule, so I won't be able to go this year. Another good one is one that the Queen Mary has, but sadly, they're thinking of getting rid of the Queen Mary in Long Beach. Uh, I think they're going to like take it apart and donate like the metal or something, or they're just going to sink it or something. I forgot what they're going to do with it, but either way, thinking of getting rid of the Queen Mary. So they're not going to have their Halloween event this year, which sucks because that was also a very fun one. I want to, you know, still have something fun to do for Halloween. I've been watching my horror movies all week. Well, I'm always watching horror movies, and that's what we're about to get into right now. Leave down in the comment section if you guys are listening on YouTube or, you know, hit me up on my socials. I'm not really using Twitter anymore. That was the thing I was going to explain in this episode. Twitter. I think I'm done with Twitter, man. I, I think I'm annoyed with Twitter. Honestly, you know, the jokes are fun on Twitter, but at the same time, I'm annoyed with the audience on Twitter. So I deleted the Twitter app. I didn't delete my actual profile because one reason that I still use Twitter or still had my Twitter was because I'm able to promote so much stuff that I do, whether it's like the YouTube stuff, whether it's this podcast, or if I, you know, make some different type of clothing or something, anything I could just promote to Twitter. So that's why I still have the account but I deleted it from my phone and honestly it has felt so damn good not being on Twitter, but I am still using my Facebook, which, you know, of course it's my who is KD page. Um, so check that out. Who is KD? And also I'm using my Instagram pages. I have my gaming page, which is who is KD gaming, my main page, which is it's King KD. And then I have another one called KD the Creator. But anyway, check those out. So Halloween stuff, horror stuff, I've always loved. And this is going to be a little bit of history on how I've been with horror. Hopefully I say it right. Sometimes I say it fast and it just <laughs> it ends up so messed up. So horror stuff I have loved forever. Now I was telling my girlfriend Cheryl the other day a story about how I really got into horror stuff. Uh, it's funny because my parents don't really watch scary movies or they're not really into that stuff. Um, but I am, you know, 
I, I got into it at a very young age. I, w- I was young. My mom used to go to sleep. My dad used to get off late. And when she would go to sleep, I would sneak up and watch scary movies in our family room. She would be knocked out sleep. And I remember I used to watch like Tales from the Crypt or anything that I can find that was scary. And I was very young and I loved watching it. And it was like, yeah, sometimes some of the stuff was creepy. But at the same time, I've always been that person that was like, I can separate the movie from reality. There's a lot of people that go and see horror movies and then they automatically think all of this bad stuff is going to happen to them. And I've never been that type of person. So that's where I think, you know, the scary stuff has started for me. Now, it's it's not me saying that I haven't been scared of stuff before in my life. And in one of my past episodes, the one talking about paranormal things, I talk about one experience that I had with something that I felt was paranormal. Now, I don't know if I really saw it. I felt like I really saw it. It felt so real. But at the same time, I've never seen anything like that ever since. So back then, I felt like I saw a shadow person. I couldn't sleep that night. Eventually, I did fall asleep, but it took me so long to fall asleep. And it was at my mom's house. My grandma was staying with us. She was in my room. So I was sleeping on a pullout couch. And something walked in between me and the television that was off. I know. Sounds crazy, right? A lot of people would probably be like, yo, how did you stay there? Like, did you tell anybody? I didn't tell anybody. A lot of like people hearing this for the first time was in that episode. And yeah, that was like the first time that I really ever said anything to anybody. And then there was another incident, but it wasn't really anything that happened to me. It happened to my mom and my cousin. They thought that they saw my cousin, which died, you know, a little bit before. Um, and we just had her funeral like a couple of days before. That was something crazy because I was there. I didn't see anything. And both of them were in two different rooms and they saw her the same night. Crazy. But yeah, anyway, horror has always been something that was so interesting to me. Um, It's even gotten to the point where, you know, I've wanted to write horror movie scripts. Um, I've, I've written a script before that was like for like a short film kind of about like, I mean, it was just zombie stuff, but still. There's other scripts that I was working on that's like more paranormal type stuff. I always love watching paranormal movies. You know, if we're talking about like Insidious, The Conjuring, any of the Exorcist type movies, and then any of the other movies like In Between, you know, any other type of paranormal movies. I'm always checking them out. Paranormal Activity. um, Dude, just just anything. I'm, I'm always checking it out. I love it. I'm the type of person that comes home. And I will literally watch paranormal videos online. And what was so funny is somebody at work came to me one day and they said that they were upstairs watching paranormal videos. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not alone. I don't know anybody else that really does come home or or, or they're just on the computer and they're watching paranormal videos. I don't. Nobody has ever really been into it. That's around me, at least. Um And I've just always been interested in it, you know, and I understand that they do say like the more you pay attention to it, the more you'll start to notice things. And that hasn't been the case for me. I think I've just been like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Very interesting. I'm the person that's like, yo, like I would one day want to go to a place that's on it. 
And a lot of people will be like, yo, that, that, that's crazy as hell. Why would you want to do that? Why would you put yourself in that position? But for me, it's like, yo, is it real? I'm, I'm interested in it. You know, of course, I don't want anything bad to happen. And, you know, they say sometimes you might end up bringing some stuff with you and it doesn't just stay at the location where you were and you end up bringing it home with you. And I hope that doesn't happen. But I'm constantly looking at these videos online and I'm like, yo, this is interesting. I'm looking at some videos. I'm like, oh, it looks fake. You know, some of these videos get debunked and then some of them you never get the full answer if it was real or if it wasn't. And yeah. So anyway, let's go back. When I was younger, one of the things that scared me the most was, of course, many kids probably had this thinking that your toys move in the dark. You're a kid, you're sitting in your room, you're looking at your toys that are around your room and you're thinking they're moving. And of course they've had like different movies or, you know, short stories or something where that is the case. When I was a kid, the way that I had my room set up is I used to have my action figures just placed in different parts of the room. Um, I collected a lot of X-Men or Marvel things or, you know, different action figures from different shows and stuff. And I would just have them placed everywhere. Like, you know, like action figures do like, you know, and, um, sometimes I would think that they were moving in the middle of the night. I, I don't know why it wasn't like I woke up in the morning and I found them in a different place or anything, but I just thought that maybe they do. I don't know why I was thinking that maybe it was from a movie that I saw when I was younger. I don't know. That was one thing that was, <laughs> Oh damn my throat. <laughs> but that is one thing that I always thought about. Right. And then I kind of got past that. I was also very, very scared of clowns. I remember me and my family, we always used to go to rodeos. If you guys don't know what rodeos are, there's like, you know, it's like cowboys and stuff. They do like, bull riding or they ride horses but then also they do have the clowns that are running around during like the bull riding and stuff and I would see these clowns and I would be so scared I remember one time a clown got close to me during a rodeo and I was just screaming like get away from me and my dad said that he feels like I was scared of clowns because I saw the movie it and if you guys don't know about it in the end it well, he is a clown. It is a clown, but he turns into like a giant spider in the end. So I saw the old one when I was younger. They made a remake of the first two um, of the original two movies. Um, but yeah, dude, when I was a kid, I was just terrified of clowns. And this is a story that I told my girlfriend. I was talking to her and telling her about this porcelain clown my grandma bought me when I was a kid. And the way that it was, it's like the outfit of the clown, like the body of the clown was just made out of this silk type fabric. Um, so it was like the arms and legs were just flimsy. They just moved all over the hands, the feet and the head were made out of porcelain. Now, I remember I used to have this toy chest that was sitting right in front of my window. I don't know why they propped this clown up <laughs> to the point where the clown was basically looking at my bed so I'm asleep and I wake up in the middle of the night and I look over and it looks like the clown is just staring at me so I basically got up the courage and I was like yo I, I can't let this clown get me 
I got up out of my bed, broke the clown's face, and then lifted up the lid on the toy chest and just threw him in like, yo, I'm getting rid of the body. And I had to because I was like, yo, he's going to get me. He's going to get me. I have to attack him. And I guess you could say like I was a courageous kid in a way, I guess, because, you know, other kids probably would have just cried and begged for their parents to take it out or whatever. And I was just like, no, I got to get him before he gets me. So I think that was pretty much it that I was scared of as a kid. It wasn't really much. And when it came to watching movies or seeing scary stuff that other kids would think was scary, I just didn't think it was scary. Like one thing that I also used to do was say it was a movie and I would notice that whoever's playing in this horror movie is an actor that I've seen in another movie. I'd be like, oh, well, that can't be real because this person was in this other movie acting different. And I think sometimes kids don't think about that, you know, and that's why I wasn't really bothered as a kid when it came to horror movies. I was always able to separate the reality from the movie. Um, but still, I started loving scary movies so much. I remember when I was a teenager, Blockbuster videos, if you guys remember Blockbuster videos, they used to have this deal that was like you get four movies for $20. And that's where I really built my collection of horror movies. I was also working at GameStop a little bit after high school. Ooh, excuse me. A little bit after high school. And at that time, GameStop was selling DVDs. So, so many people would come in and give these like dope, dope collections of horror movies. And I would get some of those horror movies at that time also. So I was really just building up my catalog of horror movies, also renting movies and everything like that. And just loved watching horror movies. I think it's probably my favorite genre of, of films. Um, and I understand there are like a lot of corny, scary movies. Um, but at the same time, it's like a rush feeling watching these scary movies. And it's not like, Oh, I never jumped during these movies. Of course you get the jump scares and then you jump and you know, it fills you with like this type of adrenaline, like, Oh damn, they got me. You know, I've never been the person that's watching these movies and then I go home and I can't sleep at night. I remember going to movie theaters to go see like the original paranormal activity movies, like the first one and the second one and stuff. And everybody in the crowd just screaming. And of course I was jumping at certain parts, but at the same time, it was so many people that I knew that were like, yo, I can't sleep at night. And I was like, what is this? I mean, it's just a movie. And so many people started thinking like, yo, just because they watch that movie, that automatically means that suddenly they live in a haunted house. I don't know. I'm happy I was always able to separate those things. But at the same time, I still felt the thrill of horror movies. Now, I love going to these Halloween events, like I said earlier. And I know some people that don't. They're just like, nah, I can't do it. I'm going to be too scared, you know, and, and, you know, the people that work there, obviously it is their job to jump out at you and try to scare you and make you feel, you know, the real Halloween spirit. And I just love it. it it's really entertaining to me. You know, um, when I come home and I watch these paranormal videos, 
sometimes I share the videos. I used to share them on Twitter and stuff like that. And people were like, man, how do you watch these? And I would honestly be like, yo, like they're entertaining. Like they're entertaining in a way. And also it's like you're learning history of certain stuff. You know, one thing that really scares people with horror movies is when they watch a horror movie and then the beginning or in the trailer, it says based on true events, they can't handle it. They're like, nah, man, you're going to watch that. You're going to bring a demon home. Like, yo, that's old boy. That was in such and such movie. Like it's, it's, it's not going to happen. That's just a movie, you know, and maybe I'm naive or something, you know, maybe there's some people that have really experienced some crazy stuff in their life and they feel like, nah, you, you, you can't open that door. But for me, I don't ever really think about it that way. I'm always just like, all right, that's a film. That's people at the Halloween event, you know, um, and it's even gotten to the point where when it comes to wanting to experience some of this stuff, kind of, you know, like going to an actual place that is said to be haunted. I'm like, yo, I, I, I want to experience that. I want to see what it's like. I want to see what's really there. I want those answers, you know. And and I don't know, like I said, maybe I'm naive, maybe I'm stupid or whatever, but I just want to see, I want to see, it's like those answers have to be answered, right? So I remember I was younger, um, man, I had to be a teenager or whatever, had some friends, there was this haunted place and I told a story time on my YouTube channel about it. But it is this place in Palos Verdes, California. So Palos Verdes, California is like high up on the hill. A lot of nice homes up there. But there is a place where this doctor lived. Um, They had a lot of money, you know, big ass place. And the house is on the hill. Um, There was family issues. And I believe he killed his family you know, wife, kids, all that. And then he killed himself. And supposedly you see them walking around. Um, I think they said you hear, you know, noises, like hear their voices and you see him like just walking around the land and everything. And and I've always been interested in that because it's something that's kind of close, you know, and, and easy to get to. So I remember one night, we had a friend that lived in Palos Verdes and he was the one that told us about everything. And of course we looked it up and we were like, yo, let's, let, let's go check it out. And the way that it is with Palos Verdes is Palos Verdes is kind of on a cliff, right? Um, when you're going down this one road, there's nothing on the side. You just hear the ocean. And that sounds creepy enough because one, since it's on a cliff, the fog buildup is crazy. You got to drive slow on that road. I don't even remember what the street is, what the road is, what it's called. But anyway, at the bottom of that hill, there is a giant cross. And then there's a gate that said no trespassing. Now, when you go past that gate, which we obviously did, so we were trespassing, went through the gate. And then you don't see anything. It's like it looked like they were doing construction at the bottom or something like that. And then there's a hill that goes up, but it's a dirt hill. Like I said, everything is taken apart, but it's still kind of like 
kind of like a dirt road to go up, not really a constructed one. And that's what messed us up. We were trying to get up there. Couldn't. We were hearing so many different noises, but these noises were pretty much just animals running in the dark, like running through bushes. At least that's what I thought. I didn't think it was anything paranormal, but you can kind of see the house from the bottom of the hill. And there was a light behind the house. So you just see like the silhouette of the house. And it looked so creepy looking at it from the bottom and looking up and seeing that. And yeah, we were never able to make it. That was the only time that I've ever tried to go somewhere that was haunted. Um, But we couldn't do it because, you know, going up the hill, the dirt was just crumbling and it was just too dangerous. There wasn't no railing or anything. Like I said, it just looked like they just tore everything apart at the bottom of the hill. But I wanted to get up there so much, um, even started looking up stories that, you know, people had with experiences there. And supposedly now it's like you could just go there and do a tour or whatever. But at the same time, you know, the tour isn't going to be as scary. I was watching a paranormal video before I started the podcast and it was these YouTubers named uh, damn Cody and wait, is it Cody? I don't know if it's Cody, Colby, Colby and Sam and Colby. That's what they are. They do paranormal videos on YouTube. Very known. I, I didn't know who they were, but they have like multiple million subscribers. Right. And was watching their videos all day, just different stuff. You know, they went to the conjuring house. Um, they went to haunted hotels and, you know, they went into different catacombs and in different countries. And there was one that was about Queen Mary. Now, like I said, I told you guys that Queen Mary used to have a Halloween event. And yeah, Queen Mary is a big, big ship that they have that is sitting in Long Beach, California, Long Beach, not being too far from here. Um, it is a part of Los Angeles County, but you know, people don't really call it Los Angeles as far as city It's called Long Beach. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's a big ship that's just sitting there. So the history with the Queen Mary is, you know, in the 1930s, the Queen Mary used to travel from here to, um, the UK and yeah, just back and forth, just traveling. And then when world war two came, Of course, they didn't want the boat to keep traveling because, you know, the Nazis were basically, you know, doing so much stuff in Europe. So they ended up leaving the Queen Mary docked and then the military started being on Queen Mary. So you have to sit there and realize that over time you had military people that were dying. You had so many visitors that were there, you know, in the early 1930s and all that different stuff. And, you know, you've had workers and stuff that have had incidents on there that have died. So it's very haunted. Now, I didn't experience anything being on the Queen Mary before, but I heard that they don't allow people to just go to every part of the Queen Mary. The times that I've been on the Queen Mary, it has pretty much just been whatever they allow you to go on to during the Halloween event. Um, but you can also, well, not anymore, but you were able to stay at the Queen Mary and rent out rooms and they were like treating it like a hotel or whatever. And, you know, people would say that they saw stuff and I've always been interested, but I've never stayed in a room at the Queen Mary. Honestly, for years, I didn't even know that you could stay in a room at the Queen Mary. Um, 
and that's all that, that's pretty much over because they're planning on getting rid of the queen mary um but yeah man like i've always wanted to know what was going on on the queen mary that people were seeing and i was watching this video that you know these guys were doing they were talking about that they were hearing voices that they were seeing stuff and they were just giving like some more history on everything about the queen mary sounds like a very scary ship you know what i mean you have you've had thousands maybe millions of people that have been on this ship over the years and it's just like damn to explore that and really get through there and see what's going on now one thing i do remember is going on the ship during the halloween event just even walking up towards the ship you look at it from a distance right and you're like okay it's a big ship but you don't think about it until you get close to it. And I remember you have to go, you know, across the platform that they have coming from the mainland to the boat. And I was just looking up at the size of the ship and I was like, yo, this shit is huge. It's huge. And immediately I started thinking like, dude, there had to be so many people on this ship at once. Just filled up. So in the video that the guys were showing, they were showing people when, you know, the Queen Mary first went out and it was like, dude, these people just are like ants. So many damn people on this boat. And you have to remember, like, dude, the early 1900s, like medicine wasn't the same. You probably had people that were sick on there. And, you know, so many things probably happened on that boat. So when you're walking towards the boat, you do have that feeling. And then you go through the entrance of where they have, you know, the Halloween event stuff. And while you're walking through, it's like they have you walking through different areas and it's very, very dark. And for me, I didn't really get scared because I was like, dude, there's so many people around. Like there's the people that are part of our group that are walking with us going through the Queen Mary. You have the staff for the Halloween event. And still, it was so dark in these certain areas. They had like curtains that were blocking off the view from certain you know to certain areas and like i said you can't just walk anywhere you want to it's like a path that they have but i was still having that feeling like yo it's some crazy stuff that probably happened here like you know and i'm not like a person that gets scared like i said but you still have that feeling and i didn't even know the full history of the queen mary at that time but still being in that darkness and I can only imagine walking through the rest of the ship and being in that darkness and, and hearing everything. Cause one thing for sure is this is a boat that is still on the water. Yeah. It's still tied up to the dock, but at the same time it is still on the water. So you're hearing so many different noises while you're walking through everything's metal. So you're just walking, you know, on metal floors and, whatever the grates are or whatever. And, you know, you have these railings, these old railings and the history is there, you know? And, and if you know anything or if you've ever heard of anything about the Queen Mary being haunted, which I did before, but I didn't know the full history. You, you have this feeling like, damn, like it's probably been so many people walking through the same area that I've been through. And, I forgot what room that these guys on YouTube were talking about that they stayed in. 
They showed articles of people talking about that they've seen so much, felt so much on this ship and also in that room. They basically said that room was so crazy to the point that they couldn't allow anybody to stay in that room anymore. And that's how you know it's crazy, right? And that's what makes it interesting to me. What is crazy about it? What did you see? What's there? I want those answers. Now, I know maybe I'm asking for too much, right? Maybe I, I go there and have the worst experience. And I was watching their move, their, their videos earlier, and I was like, yo, these are some of the moments where some people might snap. Some people might not come back. We look at people that have PTSD, and it's like they've had these traumatic experiences where it's like, they're never the same again. Imagine experiencing something so paranormal to the point where you snap. Like, think about the people that are probably locked up in these, you know, these hospitals for, for being insane. And we always think like, oh, OK, like they might have witnessed a murder or, you know, something like that. But and, and that's scary itself. But at the same time, imagine you saw something else you really couldn't explain it wasn't a person that you saw it was something else and it has you to the point where you're never the same again now in those youtube videos they also have a girl that they bring with them her name is amanda and she's a medium now i never heard about her until today but i was thinking about her experiences she says she's always been able to see these things since a kid and I don't know how old she is. Maybe she's in her 20s or something like that. But to go through life and, and really experience all of that. It was one part I was watching when they were in the conjuring house and they've never been there. The guy that owned the house, which the conjuring house just went for sale, like maybe a few weeks ago. Um, and I think somebody bought it or something. But the guy that used to be the owner, um, or the co-owner or whatever, he was saying, you know, different stuff about the house. And then randomly the girl said that she saw a woman in white walking by them and her and the woman made eye contact. He started talking about a woman in white. And then he was like, yo, there's no way that we made that up. I've seen her before. You've never been here before. And you saw her just walking in the other room. She started seeing other things like children, but she was saying that some of them in the beginning seemed like they were actually children. And then the rest that she saw were imitating children to get their attention. Crazy, crazy stuff. And once you think about it, you're like, yo, if I've seen anything like what was it if it can imitate a person from the past? Did you really see a person from the past? Did you see something else? Because people always sit there and think that if you see anything, it's going to be something that's going to harm you. And that's not always the case, at least from what I've watched. They've said that, you know, you have some spirits that are just spirits, you know, people from the past and they don't mean any harm. They just didn't pass over. You might see some family members or something like that. But then they have some things that imitate. 
something that's something else that was never a person that comes and tries to get your attention. That's crazy. That's scary. Now, I don't know if you guys watch horror movies and you guys have ever seen anything like, you know, The Conjuring, The Vatican Tapes, any of the Insidious movies or Annabelle or anything. And, you know, Annabelle and The Conjuring are kind of loosely based off of real events. And, you know, they're not really 100% the same or even take like The Haunting in Connecticut. Those movies are based off of real stories but you know they change things around for the film of course but can you dismiss these things can you sit there and say like nah that's not it's not real but then there's people over time forever that have experienced these type of things and for me that's intriguing that's something that's interesting that's something that makes me want to be like yo i want those answers i want to see what the hell you guys are experiencing does it make me scared? Yeah, a little bit. Like I said, because I'm like, I don't know what that experience is going to be like. I don't know if it's going to be that thing that changes my mind. I don't know if it's going to be that thing that's so terrifying to the point where it makes me snap. It makes me start to doubt everything else in reality. I don't want to get there to that point, but at the same time, the curiosity is crazy. And they do have the saying, curiosity killed the cat. Now, I don't want to be killed, (laughs) but still. It's like, damn. What's going on now? I watch these movies and and I'm just like, yo, like. You you put yourself in those people's shoes, kind of, or you you try to maybe not try to, but you think about it like, damn, if I was in that situation, yo, I would just be running. And sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes it's not just the house or. The, the building, it, sometimes it's the person or, or an object or something like that. And it's tied to that thing and you don't know how to escape it. No matter where you go, it's there. That's crazy. That's next level fear. And for some people, they just do not come back the same. But horror has always been a thing that I've loved, not even with things that are just paranormal. I've always been a fan of Friday the 13th, uh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw. Um, I mean, I'm just naming some of the big things, but there's so many other different movies. You have um, Darkness Falls, which is kind of low budget, but it's still, you know, decent horror movie. You have um, shoot M. Night Shyamalan's The Village, which you can pretty much only watch that once because once you find out what happens, but in the beginning, it is creepy. There are so many horror movies that are great. And one day I hope I can really create something that's very, very dope. What I really want to do is write a script or, or write multiple scripts, like for short films or whatever, and try to see if I can get those made and just see where I am as far as my writing skills and getting these things produced and see where it is. One other movie that's kind of creepy is this movie called lights out. Now lights out just started as a short film that was on YouTube and then they ended up making it into a movie. And there's a lot of short films that I see on YouTube that are very, very good. And 
Yeah. I mean, there's so many different types of horror movies. You can go from movies where it's like just a regular human person. That's a killer. You know, saw um, Halloween, the new Halloween, Halloween kills or whatever. Saw that a few days ago. Really liked that movie. Michael Myers is crazy as hell. Um, So many Halloween movies. (laughs) You know, I don't even know what number this would be in, in the chronological order, but um, it's the latest one and they're planning on, well, they are going to be making another one and yeah, I don't know. I, I just love the suspense that these movies give. I love that feeling when you're sitting on the edge of your seat and you're really like, yo, what the hell is going to happen next? And I think that just, it, it's, it's interesting. It's like a moment where you're like, yo, I'm alive. It's like, I, I can't explain what's going to happen next. I don't know what's going to happen next. But I know something is coming, like something's going to happen. You try to prepare yourself for it. But then you don't know if you can. Then that jump scare comes and then you're just like, oh, my God, you got me. And and, and you really feel that rush, that that moment of of a rush, you know. And of course, like, dude, if I was in a situation and Michael Myers is chasing me or Jason Voorhees or, you know, I'm, I'm falling asleep and I see Freddie, of course, I'm going to be scared as hell. I say it all the time. If that was real, I ain't even going to lie to y'all. I'm, I'm peeing on myself. I ain't even going to try to hold it. I'm just like, yo, fuck it. Maybe this is scare Freddie off. <laughs> Damn, like, brother, brother, you need to drink some more water. But yeah, man, like those things are so interesting and even in my room (laughs) even in my room i have a jason Voorhees mask and also have a mask that i made that was a purge mask and written across the forehead of the purge mask it says fear and it was just something like i was just like you know wore it for a halloween i thought it was so interesting you know and it's just I don't know, man. It's it's so interesting. It's so fun. I promise you, I, I probably watch paranormal videos every single day. It's this channel that I watch on YouTube called Slapped Ham. And they pretty much just post like, you know, compilation videos of paranormal stuff from around the world. And um always watching it. You know, some videos I feel like they're fake or whatever. And then some I'm like, oh, okay. Like that seemed more realistic, you know, uh, seemed like something you could really explain. And then, and then also, you know, they give a little background of, of certain things and you start to learn that it's not just in the movies. Like these are beliefs that people have all over the world. Even if we're talking about something like Bigfoot and a lot of us have heard of Bigfoot, but you know, a lot of people are like, man, Bigfoot is a real, of course, because, you know, a lot of things have came out to be fake from different videos that people made on their own, or it's a guy in a costume or something like that. But at the same time, in real legend around the world, there are a lot of countries that believe in their own version of Bigfoot. Same thing with different type of spirits and, you know, different type of demons or whatever. It's it's recorded all over. So to sit there and say that it's not real is crazy. You can't call all of these people crazy. It's it's all around the world. You have some credible people that think about it. There has to be a reason why 
the church really does send people to do certain tasks for certain beliefs and certain things. They, they wouldn't have that for no reason. You know, even if we get into something that's maybe a little bit like sci-fi ish, if we're talking about like, you know, UFOs, aliens or whatever, people still consider that horror is scary It's stuff that they can't explain. It's like, what the hell? We live on Earth and we can't really sit here and believe that we're the only beings in the universe. It's very selfish or, you know, not selfish, but it's very cocky to believe that we're the only ones. We live in the solar system where we have many other planets and, you know, tons of stars and areas that we haven't been able to explore. And that's just in our galaxy. So imagine out of all of the other reported galaxies that we supposedly know about. And even when you get into crazier things where people believe that there is a multiverse of, you know, not just our universe, but different universes and the possibilities of things. One thing that's been so creepy to me, right? And check this out if you guys want to. It is a type of documentary that's on YouTube. Well, I saw it on YouTube, but it was on like a different channel, some channel, I think in Europe or whatever. And it's called The Boy That Lived Before. That thing is creepy. It's not like scary, scary. It's scary in its own way, but it's not like, oh, there's something like a demon or anything like that or anything like that. Right. So in the boy that lived before, I think it doesn't only follow that one kid. It also follows, I think, two other kids. So anyway, this kid is born. uh, I believe he's like five or something like that in between five and six. And this kid believes that he's somebody that died before. The way he describes it is when he was born he basically just saw a light. Like he basically said that he died. He saw a light and then he was like sucked into like, kind of like a tube or something like, like sucked into something. And then he came back out. And when he came back out, he was born and he was born as the kid that you see. The crazy part is, He's describing stuff that the parents don't know. Remember, he's young. He's a very young kid. He's describing a a fucking area that the parents have never been to in detail. He's describing the dog that the old man had as a kid. And they found pictures of the dog. They found evidence He said that he grew up in an area where it's like an island somewhere in, I think it's Europe. And he's describing the house. They actually went to the house and it was true. Almost everything this kid was saying was true. His parents didn't know anything about it. And the parents said that the boy would always say, like, I've lived before. I've lived before. And they didn't know what to think about it. So then, you know, they brought out people and everything and. You know, they were interviewing the kid and he's giving details about everything. You know, he's he's describing a house where it is. You know, he's describing the dog that they had as, uh, you know, when they were younger and, and just so many details. They take the trip 
They find the house. They find out the family that lived at that house. They find out that they did have a dog, the same dog that this boy is describing. How? Your parents don't know. You're five. You haven't been anywhere else. Now, the, the, the guy that he said he was before isn't even related to their family. It's crazy. So then there was another girl. I think it was a girl. And she said that she was her grandfather. Crazy as hell. She starts describing a car that the grandfather had when her mother was a kid. The grandfather didn't have the car since this little girl's been alive. Grandfather's dead. She starts describing stories that only the mom, her mom, and the grandfather would have known. And she's saying all of this stuff. And she's given so much detail. How would a little kid know that? And I forgot what happened with the other kid, but it was just like, dude, every kid was given these descriptions and every kid was basically saying that they've lived before. And they weren't just saying like they were a random like like what they were saying that they were random people. Well, except for the grandfather, because he was related to her. But the boy, he knew who he was. He knew where he was from. How? They weren't even in the same, they weren't even living in the same area. It was like really just at random. He's saying he's somebody else. He lived before. He knows where he used to live. He knows all of these details. And I thought that was so damn crazy. Now, it's not only those three that have reported that. It's been around for so long. And once you think about it, you're like, yo, maybe this is like a miracle or I don't know. But it's creepy because it's like, yo, imagine your kid coming up to you and they start dropping like just crazy details. And then you get to the point where you get a little bit obsessed <laughs> and you start to look up these details and you know your kid has never been here. You know, you've never talked to your kid about this. You know, everyone that's in your family or that's around the kid knows none of these type of details. And you find out your kid is correct. Now, it's, it's only two things you're going to think. Either you have a ghost that's telling your kid all of these things, or you're going to be like, maybe my kid really did live before. Maybe there's somebody else in my kid's body. That's creepy as hell. And, and out of all of the horror movies that I've watched, that documentary is probably like one of the strangest ones because it's like, it, it's real. But it's really just like, yo, like you, you have no answer for it. Now, there were certain details that the kid was saying that weren't, you know, really fitting the truth once they really looked into the details. But still, dude, it was like maybe like 10 percent of the stuff that he said didn't fit the actual story. But everything else did. How can you explain that? It's weird. You can't explain it. But it was so interesting. And it was to the point where it was just like, man, I think I've watched that documentary maybe a couple of times. And and it's just like, I, I don't even know what I would do in that situation when 
or if my kid came and told me that it's like, wait, wait, what? Well, who the fuck is in my kid's body? You know what I mean? Like, but the kid was still playing. The kid was still acting like a kid, but then he would just say certain stuff. And it's like, whoa, what? Like, what if, where did that come from? And then they were just like, yo, they thought it was so weird that they really started researching. And then all of a sudden they started reaching out to like historians of the land where the kid said that he was from and the shit checked out. It was real. Now, if that didn't scare you guys, trust me, I I don't know what else will scare you. Like, because no explanation. Now, I get it like paranormal stories and stuff like conjuring and all that stuff. Very, 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 very scary stuff. But I always thought about that. I've always been like, yo, if my kid said that to me and it checks out like that, that's that moment where you just stare at your kid like, what the fuck? Like, I ain't even gonna lie. That's that moment where I'm like, yo, I ain't sleeping in the same room as bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro, you gonna have to spend the night at somebody else's house. Nah, that's your kid. You can't do it, but it's still, it will make you feel uneasy, you know? And the fact that there's so many reports, not just those three kids, like I said, it, it's so many different places, but horror as a whole paranormal as a whole not just paranormal killer stuff anything you know there's some documentaries or movies that are based off of real life killers and just the terrifying things that they did and it's just like you know you think of being in some of those situations while you're watching these documentaries or movies or reading these books and you're just like yo what what the hell would I do in that situation and that's the main thing what would you do in that situation but then it gets to a point where you're kind of like captivated by it and you're like it's it's interesting you know just like anybody else going to go watch like the first 48 or you know um for my man which is a a a move like a video about I mean a show about like women killers or just any other type of you know um killer type shows or or documentaries or anything like that and it's just like yo what the fuck led up to the to to that point what made you snap like that what made you do this this and this and you know some situations are you know can be better explained but at the same time you have some people that are just cold hard killers and you don't know what went through their mind and I get it a lot of times we look at these news reports and we're like yo why did you do that like you killed innocent people but then once you go deeper you're like yo we need some reasoning and you know normally they end up trying to find the reasoning and they might post it in the news report or something like that but at the same time it's like dude what led up to everything and you even have some killers that get to the point where they're like yo something was telling me to do it i heard a voice the mind works in so many crazy ways so horror just spreads and, and, and this big ass, you know, I, I don't know. It spreads like it's different types, subgenres, I guess, I guess of scary movies or scary content. And it's all interesting. It is. And I'm always watching this stuff. I'm always interested in it. And I just wanted to say that because Halloween is here. You know, Halloween is on Sunday. Um, right now it's October 25th 
And yeah, I, I wanted to talk about some of the crazy stuff that I'm interested in and just, you know, see if you guys are on the same page. You know, maybe you guys are more fans of comedies, action, something like that as far as a genre. But at the same time, like for me, I love all of those. And um, but horror is always going to be interesting to me because of the answers, whether it's a killer and want to know what led up to that point or whether it being something paranormal or whether it being something that's like alien and being like, yo, what the, what, what the hell is really out there in the universe? It's always something where I want some type of answers. And I'm just like, so interested in it. Uh, Another story back in the day when that movie signs came out, the M night Shyamalan movie called signs uh, with Mel Gibson and is that Mel Gibson? Yeah, it was Mel Gibson and um you know the kids and 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 uh Walking um damn, what is his name? Is his name Walking Phoenix? I, I forgot what his name is. Dude that played the Joker. Um but yeah, anyway, dude, alien movie and afterwards, I remember watching that movie and afterwards my uncle and I went upstairs and were on a computer and we spent hours trying to look up well not even trying we spent hours looking up like alien videos that were online and you know I was a teenager at the time so it was like years ago and the internet didn't have as much as it has now but still we're going to these random sites looking up all this different stuff and we're getting creeped out because we're like yo this stuff is crazy same thing with this other movie with Richard Greer or gear, whatever his name is. Um, and it's called the Mothman prophecies, Mothman prophecies, Mothman was supposedly a real thing. And he kind of shows up when there's going to be disasters. Supposedly he showed up, you know, before this bridge collapsed, this bridge collapsed. And, uh, I think it was called like point pleasant Virginia or something like that. And a whole bunch of people died and also he showed up like during plane crash and just a whole bunch of traumatic events. And so many people, not just in America, have said that they've seen the Mothman. They say it's like a tall dude or whatever, a creature, or whatever. They don't know if it's an alien. They don't know if it's like the Grim Reaper or what. But they say that they see this thing and he just shows up when crazy stuff happens. And they made this movie off of it, but there's documentaries on the Mothman. There's books on the Mothman. And I I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked it up recently, but I'm sure there's still reports about him um, or it or whatever going around in the world. And it's like, yo, like how, how do you call those people crazy when it's so many people, you have credible people, you have police officers, doctors, um, all kind of people that are that are like important people that are smart people the people that don't just fall for anything and they're seeing these things and they're really believing it their eyes didn't lie to them and just because I didn't see it just because you didn't see it doesn't mean that it's not real that it's not there that it's not going on and that's horror wanting those answers and, and wanting to be like yo did you really see it? like damn I haven't saw it, but, you know, everybody else is saying that they're seeing it. And it's like, dude, it's crazy. It's creepy. Like, am I, would I ever see it? Like, there's so many questions. And it's entertaining, captivating, 
and it really catches you, at least for me. And I get it, it'll have some people terrified for life. But at the same time, for me, it's interesting. So that's my history on loving horror and being low-key addicted to scary shit. (laughs) So if you guys are feeling the same, please subscribe to this podcast follow the podcast whatever the streaming platform calls it subscribing or following and i understand every episode isn't like this it's not always a paranormal or crazy creepy podcast episode but at the same time i don't know maybe i'll talk about this stuff a little bit more because i'm constantly watching this stuff i normally try to have my format on something that's positive or given some type of you know uh lesson or thought on you know what's going on in my mind or what I see out there in the public but um yeah this one was different I really like doing this one because it's like I don't always talk about all this paranormal type stuff or crazy creepy stuff um but it's something that I am very very interested in and maybe you guys are too hopefully you can relate to this podcast episode and hopefully it scared you a little bit because it is the Halloween season and that's what it's supposed to do. But any of the documentaries or movies that I've talked about, go check them out because they'll have you thinking, what the hell, you know? Thank you for listening, man. Check out my socials. Like I said, Instagram is it's King KD gaming. Instagram is who is KD gaming. Also check out the Facebook is who is KD. And if you want to check out my Twitter, my Twitter is who underscore is KD two underscores. And yeah, hit me up. Also check out my YouTube, which is who is KD. Thank you for listening, man. You guys stay dope. Be safe on Halloween. I'll check you out later. Peace.